Some Industry, the podcast where we sometimes have guests that are not silent in the background. This is Brent. I'm apologizing. And I'm Peyton. And I'm Forge. <laughs> and with us, we have Forge. <laughs> so, uh, Forge is, is a regular in our, you got it our, all right. <laughs> our IRC channel. Wow. Don't confuse him with 4chan. Are you different. fucking shitting me right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought, I thought Jason mentioned 4chan. Yeah, 4chan's the, better looking. <laughs> right. Probably well, nicer, too. Probably. Uh, well, I guess that that can be remained to be seen. Well, they're willing to put up with all kinds of Jathan's crap that I'm not. I don't think they're willing to put up with any of it. Jathan will get doxxed in three seconds. I'm willing to put up with less. <laughs> and I will put it on the line and prove it. Well, I'm going to go dox Jathan. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> so what is what is everyone drinking? Well, before we start, I have Stella Artois. I guess is how you say it, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Terrible at foreign names, I should say. Well, that's okay because it's from French. Yeah, we, so it's not a real really, language. You really don't care about the French anyway, right? Just kidding, French people. Whatever. They can angry America. face at them; they'll surrender. Can't you tell by the fireworks in the background? What are you? What are you drinking? Stella Artois. I am. I'm drinking the same old rum. I'm. I am almost done it. Oh, I'm like, man. we're gonna have to have like a party when so you close. finish that. Yeah. Like, a small part of it might <laughs> die with the bottle. <laughs> I'll just celebrate by drinking. <laughs> Woo! Fresh booze! <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking a watermelon Kolsch from Fate Brewing Company, which is like a pretty popular seasonal summer beer that's out every summer here in Boulder. And I'm drinking Pepsi Throwback because I'm boring like that. What is Pepsi Throwback? It's Pepsi, but instead of high fructose corn syrup, they put sugar in it. Oh, 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 so it's like the uh, the classic Coke, like in the glass bottles. Bingo. Yep. Got it. That's yeah, pretty nice. BT Dubs, Pepsi, or Coke. If you're looking for a podcast sponsor, <laughs> I will switch to one um, or the other if it nets us some uh, some sponsorship. I don't, I don't even right. I don't even I can drink. Do Jolt. I don't I can even do drink Mountain either. Dew. But I will start. Yeah, you Jolt. can just mix it in with your rum, man. You know, I would. Yeah, I would totally drink. You know, natural ice if you got us a sponsor. Oh no, not natty ice. Fucking natty take ice, man. Team. I'm in college ish. No. Not I quite. would. I would take one for the team too. Yeah. If it got us a sponsor, absolutely. You know what, Peyton? You and I are more devoted than than Brent is. <laughs> I don't know. My show. I got somebody feels threatened. I got to keep the standards. You know, up yeah, that's to why you drink yeah, right? PBR all the so. time. <laughs> not all the time. That was like twice, dude. Peyton was the one that drank like, it last episode, time. Every episode, you were drinking PBR. Yeah, you're like, oh, no. I'm having PBR again. What, man? It's better oh, than Yingling like, and Coors Light. I, as, as someone who has recently gone back through Season Zero, I would have to say I think it was more than two times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I knew we brought him on for a By the way, <laughs> by the way, Brent, do, do you want to refer to it as the second season, er, uh, er, uh, season one? Because <laughs> that was, like, my favorite. Oh, <laughs> you did that, like, nine yeah, times. Yeah, I was going to say, like, which, which time? Like, all of them. So this is, uh, this is the second season. Season one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the problem is, like, I I feel like I have to do that every time, because if, like, someone tunes in and they're not used to that idea, they'll be like, what the hell is this nonsense? I was going to say, I realized I screwed it up when I repeated it. It wasn't that you were saying it was the second season. That would have been the right thing to say. You were saying, it's season two. I mean, season one. I mean, the second season. (laughs) Right. That sounds that sounds closer to yeah. what I was doing. Yeah, that's what but I was. Is it, sounds. Is it nice that we have Forge on here to uh, give not just Jathan a hard time, but you and me? <laughs> yeah, you oh, guys don't give me enough shit. I mean, Jathan tries. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm like an epileptic with a baseball bat. No one is safe. <laughs> <laughs> and there goes half our viewership. Oh my! <laughs> 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 
Triggered. I love it. <laughs> Hashtag triggered. <laughs> okay. I was, yes, I'm I was, wildly inappropriate. I, I apologize. You don't need to apologize. That's Not to anyone in particular, that's... but I, I do the motions. <laughs> I do. Make everyone feel better. Right. You're not, you're um, not racist. You just hate everyone, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Equal opportunity misanthrope. There you go. I was going to say something, and I, I just totally lost it. Oh, I hate when that happens. That probably oh. won't be the last time. <laughs> right. I was... <laughs> Especially, especially if I keep drinking this rum. Woo! <laughs> so Jathan tries to give me shit, but he's not very good oh at it. God. Oh, and should I give him lessons? Well, last night you could you could try. I, <laughs> yeah, he tries. Yeah. He tries, and I'll give him credit for that. But it's not very good. So last night he did this thing where he tried to tell me that Base sixty four was encryption, and maybe to the so layman, is Rot thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> Right. And, well, not even, I don't know. Rot 13 actually was sort of an, like, back in, you know, the Roman Empire, which supposedly wasn't even used back then. So, like. No, as you say, the Romans had much better crypto than that. That was one of their secret things that the histories don't pick up on. Yeah. They actually, they actually had really good, effective crypto in the field. Okay. Well, it's, yeah, for whatever reason, the Rot 13 is also called the Caesar Cipher. Yeah. Which is probably a, a horrible misnomer, but whatever. But, yeah, it's, it's kind of sort of supposed to be cryptographic it's terrible at it just absolutely terrible but you know it's, it's a thing but base 64 is specifically designed to be an alternate encoding for data mm-hmm. it, it was never intended to be encryption and jathan spent uh, i would say it was more obfuscation than anything if anything right but it's not even obfuscation anymore because anyone worth half their salt can just pipe it to base 64 d and you know Ta-da. but jathan spent a good not jathan yeah <laughs> Listen, you. <laughs> he spent a good like ten minutes trying to convince me that it was encryption, and I'm like, no, it's encoding and decoding. And I, you know, presented my case <laughs> in capital so letters. Wait, wait, so of all the things since the last show, this is the the Jathan moment that you thought was most worth shit talking? No, but it's the most recent. Oh, okay, all right. That's fine. I, there was probably one today, but I didn't I didn't find it funny enough to write down. See, the the thing you have to realize is probably that a couple happens... today, but I don't pay attention when he says anything. <laughs> the thing you have to realize right. is it happens so frequently that you know you you sort of tune it yeah, out. Yeah, you just kind of sort of yeah. tune it out. You know. Yeah, it just kind of really yeah. Quickly. By the way, everyone, this is why we give him shit because they'll say just something absolutely wrong, and when you tell him he's wrong, and then you tell him why he's wrong. No. He doesn't be. He doesn't just go. Oh, I was wrong. Sorry. No, he he throws shit harder. He just speaks louder and in capital letters, telling you why he's right. Or no, he doesn't even t- say why he's right. He just says he's right. He is the twelve-year-old and then, in yes. Xbox gaming that tells you he screwed your mother and oh, also adds eleven to one to everything at the end of it. <laughs> I would just say on Usenet, that's usually called AOL logic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He uses the AOL logic. Of course, I'm right. I'm louder. <laughs> Exactly. So, Jake, then, how do you feel about this? <laughs> and really I rest people. my I'm case. I'm going to do my own podcast with hookers and blackjack. He's gonna, no, he's going to talk about fountain pens. Okay? Fountain pens. Oh, yeah. Pens. Yeah. yeah. Podcast about fountain pens. Anyways, mm. let's move on. Let's because move I, on. I I spent a good, I don't know, three minutes talking about that. And I thought it was just hilarious. Oh, yeah. We've got a lot of news to get to. So, we, I think we, we do, should. Actually. We have a yeah. lot of news. Yeah, so let's, let's, let's jump get right to Payton with the news. Jathan, shut up. Shut up, Jathan. That's not even me. Awesome. All right, so there's a new malware out there for Android. We've actually got two stories about Android tonight. There's a new malware that pretends to be Uber, WhatsApp, and Google Play, amongst other things. 
It spreads through via SMS through phishing campaigns. It has struck users in Denmark, Italy, and Germany. The malware, once downloaded, will create a fake user interface on the phone as an overlay on top of real apps. The interface then asks for credit card information, and that is relayed back to the hacker. And I put that in air quotes because they're not really hacking anything. There are currently 55 or so malicious programs in Europe that are using this technique. There's another one called Level Dropper, which is on the Play Store for some ungodly reason. The researchers at Lookout uncovered it, and it's a threat that bypasses Google Play security measures and gives complete control of the infected device. Once installed, it stealthily jailbreaks or roots the Android phone or tablet. Good job, guys. Let's get that sorted out, eh? In other news, a study... On iOS, you got to pay for that. What, Level Dropper? To get somebody to jailbreak or root your device for it. There you go. In other news, a study has confirmed that data on refurbished hard drives can still have personal or business data on them. The study has shown that roughly 78% of resold drives contain data. A company called Blanco Tech Group, which specializes in data erasure, bought 200 secondhand hard drives from eBay and Craigslist to see if they can recover any data inside. They were able to find 78% contained residual data and 67% still held personal files, such as photos with location indicators, resumes, and financial data. Make sure you erase your shit. Now, I wonder, I would love to see, like, some really detailed analysis on that. Like, I wonder how much of it is just like, oh, they wiped out the partition table versus they zero the drive versus they overwrite it with random bits. Yeah, you know? I'd, I'd be interested to see that, too. I, I think the study might actually have that information in here, but... We'll link to I it, think of course. The real oh, lesson, yeah. of course, is to, to properly dig out your drives before you... Yeah, well, yeah. I think the real lesson here is that you should run your hard drives until they're old and crappy and then whack them with a hammer. Or a drill press. I prefer taking them out so and shooting them. You know, but that's just me. Yeah, that works. That works, uh, yeah. yeah. So, let's see. Now, on to the next bit of news. TP-Link has lost control of the domains used to configure routers and Wi-Fi oh, extenders. <laughs> this one was TP-Link. Really yeah, this one's hilarious. TP-Link routers use either tplinklogin.net or tplinkwifi.net. They lost the access to those sites, possibly due to a missed domain renewal. Good job, guys. The domain Somebody getting fired. Yeah. The domain yeah. tplinklogin.net is owned by an anonymous entity, and it is currently up for sale. Oh, we should uh, buy that guys, new podcast. even funnier. Guys. I need an advance on my paycheck. <laughs> I bet we could get taters to buy it. I bet we could. It's, it's probably going for, like, at a guess. I, like, I, I didn't do any looking, but my guess is probably a 3K. I bet it's more Probably. than that. I bet. I, I bet. No. We should find yeah, out. we'll put it in the show notes if we find it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It, it gets better a couple lines later. Instead of trying to buy back the domain, TP-Link is updating their manuals. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, 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 wait. So instead of spending however many dollars to just buy the domain back, <laughs> they're, they're spending all this money on like reprinting that? Yeah, the, yeah. Not only the manuals, but no, the no, stickers. No, no, no. There's no printing. website. Uh, I say these these days they don't actually print a manual that would double the cost of the inferior electronics they're selling. They just have a link to the website. Well, well, and then you can download. It's also PDF. on stickers on the device. Yeah, they have stickers on the back of the devices that still point to the bad domain, but their quick installation <laughs> guides stay uh, point to the good domain now. So they have you know. There's also well, another put a website problematic up. domain. Put put your info in here, and we'll send you a fresh sticker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So their research has shown that another problematic domain, tplinkextender.net, is owned by an anonymous entity and is currently for sale. So right. good job, guys. Good job. Win. Win. Winning. And that is why you always set your domains to auto-renew. Right. Because there are 
there are people just watching oh, yeah. those, those like a hawk. For sure, man. So, so there's a nasty Lenovo UEFI exploit that also affects products from other vendors. So is it fair to even call it a Lenovo UEFI exploit? Well, well, there's been so much Lenovo yeah. shit lately that, like, you know. Before I continue, though, I just have to do a shout out real quick to Andy. Andy, there's something in there for about Mac too, so we'll get to that in a minute. So the vulnerability was found in the firmware for an HP laptop and several gigabyte motherboards. It's executed via rogue code in the CPU's privileged SMM, which is system management mode. The application that was released Green by zero. a security researcher by the name of Dmitry Oleksiak, and he did not share it in advance with Lenovo. The application is called ThinkPawn. ThinkPawn or ThinkPawn? Pawn, Pawn, whatever. Yes. Pawn, Pawn. And on to Big Brother news, U.S. Customs wants to know your social media account names. The U.S. Customs and Border Patrol Agency has submitted a request to the Office of Management and Budget asking for permission to collect travelers' social media account names as they enter the country. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't have any social accounts. Yeah, right? I don't have any social accounts at all. Exactly. Never have. (laughs) J-10, seriously, dude. I don't know what you're doing. He's typing out ASCII porn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not that fast. He's sending he nudes via ASCII. <laughs> so, on to Macintosh exploits. Backdoor.mac.eleanor grants attackers full access to Mac systems. The application name is EasyDocConverter.app, and its main functionality should be to convert documents. However... So wait, Eleanor's backdoor is easy? <laughs> you got it. It silently installs a backdoor in a system that gives the attacker full access to the OS, file explorer, shell, execution, webcam image, and video capture. The application was created using Platypus, a tool used for native Mac apps from shell, Perl, Python, or Ruby scripts. So there you go. Make sure you know what you're installing, people. Another victory for free and open source software. Right! Watch your backdoors. Watch your backdoors. And we have two bits of Microsoft news. Watch Eleanor's backdoors, too. Microsoft will launch full-screen ads on your Windows machines that are not Windows 10, and they've decided to start letting you use the red X to close the Windows 10 upgrade instead of confirming that you want it. <sighs> Good job, guys. Give me a mind. That news is only, like, a week old. Well, <laughs> So it's, it took them how long? Yeah, well... When did we first report on that? Last episode. Was it last? I thought it yeah. was a couple last episodes ago. We reported on that last episode, I believe. I haven't heard that one And yet. in other news, Foscon 2016 is coming in August, so don't forget about that. Please go if you can. It's a good time. You going, Peyton? Yes, I will be there. I'm pretty sure I'm going. Yeah, you're going to be there. I will not be there. <laughs> well, you live in fucking Colorado. Nobody cares about you. I won't be and there. nothing of value was lost, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to need some aloe vera for that burn? Probably. <laughs> you know what, Jathan? I think I didn't see you there last year, too. Oh, you know what? Let me. Uh, I only just realized because I didn't that. care. It was the two episodes ago, looks like. Okay. So yeah. you're right about that. Yeah, I remember because I edited it last episode. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that's it for the news. Yes. Lots and lots of news today. How are we doing? No more news. We're doing pretty good. So mm-hmm. the. I talked faster that time. <laughs> that's it. That, well, we, we also had a ton of new stuff to get through today. Yeah, right. So this episode, we thought we'd spend a little bit of time on some project management on, uh, like, software, mainly, for that, and and how you can approach project management as a whole. 
setting various Linux password policies, so like strength policies and rotation policies and things like that. And Jathan has an idea on, I don't even know what you'd call it, innovation. I hate to use a buzzword like that, but... Innovation. Well, it's interesting, <laughs> for sure. I wouldn't say it's innovative, but it's it's interesting, I'd say. Yeah, it, it, efficiency more than anything, I think. I, it definitely looks like an increase in efficiency. Yeah, I... You had me at Jason had an idea. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. And, of course, we have the baddies. So let's jump right into project management. Now, I have only used... Let's see... Jira, as far as like full blown project management goes, specifically uh, Confluence. I've used Confluence as well. And various bug trackers like Bugzilla and Mantis. And I've been using Flyspray for personal projects, and it, I'm liking how lightweight yeah, it is. Yeah, there's only a few shitty parts of it. <laughs> yeah, like how it uses like MD5 plain text passwords instead of like non There is a bug report in, and he's working on it though. So, so that's good news. But. Overall, like, yeah, it's a bug report. Wait, wait, wait. So it's a, a bug. Unsalted MD5? Yes. Yeah, you heard right. Mm. Oh. I know. But, you know, like, the rest of it's pretty clean. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. I was getting worried for a minute. <laughs> no, like, yeah, we've, we've talked plenty about how horrible Unsalted MD5 is. Uh, and I laid out a really clear case in the bug report, which I can li- link to about why it's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. So he's convinced it's it's something that needs fixing. Probably going to go with Bcrypt mm. for future versions. But, you know, that being said, that's a pretty big thing. But that being said, it, it's also like a bug tracker, you know? So it's it's pretty limited effect scope as long as you're not using that off table for something else. I would say generally they're not widely publicly exposed anyway. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's definitely great for like internal stuff at the very least. So... The I, I I would say I have a lot more experience with bug trackers than anything, but and and I have used oh what the fuck are they Jathan what are those card thing card things Kanbans Kanban <laughs> card <laughs> thing yeah those fucking card things those yeah card things. it's an automatic card show I use... with the cards and the stuff they put batteries in press right. the button they're from Japan the fucking peanut gallery over here well you laid it on yourself hey man so you know yeah, true <laughs> true. So I have used those as well, and I, I, I hate them. i got to be honest, I hate them with a passion. I think they're stupid and, and horribly unorganized. There's no way to tier them. And... But they're from Japan. Oh, fuck it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but Japan. <laughs> oh, God. I, I think that's like management's argument for Kanbans right there. Yeah, it's like they're from, yeah, you know what else is from Japan? Fucking tentacle hentai. Do you want that in this company? No, please no. I can make I it happen. Cocky, I, I will, but okay, sure. I will pass <laughs> sure. completely. Please no. Thank you. <laughs> Bukaki. Not a big fan of Tentacle Hentai. Bukaki. And, and of course, Jathan has to take the time to type this. Yeah, just no. That's that like a fucked up thing to say. Suicide rates. No, 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 no. <laughs> if you can type it, you can wait, say wait, wait, it yeah. on air. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. How did Jathan type that without us hearing it? He, oh, I heard it. <laughs> I heard it too. Oh, We're just deaf. We knew that. We're um, on a freaking podcast. I wasn't paying attention or something. You should, like, say these <laughs> well, things. no, I'm just... You are recording your voice. I'm just saying, uh, you know, making the argument that something's from Japan where, like, uh, they have some of the highest suicide rates amongst middle-aged okay. men in the world because so, they work themselves no, to no, death. No, no, no. No, no, no. So what, you... what you said literally was also high as fuck suicide. Yeah. yeah. Is, yeah. Also that high as fuck. <laughs> now, now... You should have just said that. When you, when you are estimating high as fuck, <laughs> is there... Is there a, 
Is there an upper limit to that? It's like is there less a, than. You know, is, there is that bigger or smaller than a bread box? Right. <laughs> <laughs> on on a scale of one to Robin Williams, okay. how sad is everyone okay. about it? No, we're not doing this. <laughs> you you no, brought it up. No, not like that. That's why I you typed it because only... I didn't think it belonged in here. You fuckers. <laughs> it's in on here a scale now. From one to Robin Williams. Too late. God I'm bless you, saying. Robin Williams. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yep. So James Lott also spent like the last, I don't know, week raging about a project called Taiga. T-A-I-G-A. Yeah, I it always... has no stripes and it never grows. <laughs> what a ripoff. The yeah, eye of the tiger. When I say it out loud, when I say it out loud, I feel like I'm just saying tiger with a horribly... <laughs> Uh, like a horribly like New England accent or something. No, it's literally T-A-I-G-A. I'm going to get on my Taiga. Jason, <laughs> did you ever get that working? I think it's pronounced Taiga. Taiga? Okay. Yeah. Let's Whatever. go with Taiga. Yeah. I hate to ruin the fun. So, but... so let, me, <laughs> let me tell you. It's working except for the live event, which is supposed to be... It's Taiga now. <laughs> which is supposed to be... Uh, like if we were both staring at the Kanban or Kanban or whatever the fuck. The Kunibuni. <laughs> Miyabu. <laughs> it's supposed to use WebSockets, so if uh, if Peyton and I were both looking at it and Peyton like took one of the little tiles and like dragged it to another section, I would see that update in real time. Wow, and that's pretty neat. I remember. Wow, so just like every other Kanban system? Yeah, right. So what I thought would be cool about that is that we could have the like a big TV in our office that scrolled through the various boards so that they were always up to date if it was a WebSocket. But for the mm-hmm. life of me, I cannot get the web sockets to actually work right. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I gave up. I was just like, whatever. This is stupid. I don't have time for this. And there's some I other... Put 30 seconds effort into this. And it's not working. <laughs> there's some other... No, no, no. Done. I spent a lot of time on it. Done. There's Done. also some other, like, really weird, fucked up oddities. Like, they added, basically, the ability to contribute plugins. And so someone made an LDAP plugin. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that makes sense, right? And, like, of course... Sure. At, Except at the university, <laughs> we have LDAP. No, it works. But here's the thing. You can't have a mix of local accounts and LDAP accounts. It's one or the other. That no, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. Listen. Listen. <laughs> here's the thing. No, 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 it doesn't. And Jathan is going to tell you why. Because first of all... <laughs> no, you're wrong. I'm you right. You should always have Sorry, a way to log going. in without the LDAP, in my opinion. <laughs> Not for something where it's like that high level. The other thing... Okay. is by default it makes an administrator account for you in the whole setup process and mm-hmm. if you just like immediately switch to LDAP there's no way to ever access that administrator account again you just can't log into it anymore well you shouldn't need to you've got awesome sauce <laughs> why would you want to go back but that's that's kind of your own fault it, there not. if if you do that it, it is it, no, is. it's not. it totally is it is why is it, it my is. fault totally because it is. Because <laughs> we said so. You should. You shouldn't ever keep like a default administrator account. No, but place. you can't make another one unless it's an LDAP Ooh. account. Ooh, he's got a point. It's on top of his. Wouldn't head. you already have <laughs> the LDAP account that you would want to be? No, no. no this is the thing. There's no like dashboard to go in and make someone an administrator or anything because the admin account is locked out because you're using LDAP. What LDAP attributes does it use to determine that? Because I can guarantee you, you're not using Tega or Tiger or whatever to manage your LDAP. No, I know that. That's our... Well, I was gonna, but... <laughs> our LDAP is managed externally. So what the fuck mm-hmm. are you asking me? There should be an attribute in a certain LDAP account that would specify if it's an admin for Tega No, so here's what there is. There is a 
setting within the Python configuration. So that's the other thing that kind of pissed me off is it's all based on Python and it, the install documentation oh. takes you through like creating better than Java. Right. Let the hate run Arguably. through you. So, so here's the thing. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a counter argument, but he needs me to shut no, the hell I'm up. fucking trying to talk. Right now, guys. Right, go, go. So here's talk. the thing. Yeah. You install Taiga, and right away you're like, well, I know we're going to need LDAP, so immediately you enable LDAP auth, right? Why would you do that without reading There's the There's two docs? things. No, it's not in the docs. Because it's Jason not in the never docs. reads the docs. Here's the thing. I could attest to For that. For the love actually. of Christ. Yep. Keep going. First of all, the default administrator can't assign other people as administrators through the Taiga dashboard. So even if you add an LDAP account, switch it back. Like, So here's the thing. You actually get sent to a different login form to log in with one or the other. But it's, it's mm. not like they're both still available. It's like you have to actually change a setting and restart all the services for the change to take effect. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I so you have to log in as a hypothetical So the other user? thing, though, is there's no... The only way to assign administrators through the configuration that I can see is by email address. But in our particular setting for LDAP, like, and obviously I don't run the LDAP server, so this isn't something you can pin on me. Well, thank God for that small thing. <laughs> but like some people don't have an email address within the LDAP listed. So like those people, I literally can't assign them a role within Tega or Taiga because they don't have an email address. Well, they sound pretty dysfunctional oh to begin with. It doesn't matter. It's I fucking stupid. Address, but I'm going to be it's an admin, stupid. damn it. You should be able to have both types of but accounts. Really? They're... No, no, no. That sounds like... That sounds There's like also no way right to filter users that can actually access by LDAP. So right now, you know, anybody on the LDAP server that we're talking about, it's Active Directory, anybody that's on the Active Directory server can literally log in. I can't restrict it at all because there's no fucking filter. Really? I would... I would I'm almost certain you can do it by group. No, you can normally. There's like Without even very standard it, LDAP certain. directives, and the one is like LDAP underscore user underscore filter, but it, it doesn't accept it as a parameter in the config. It just spits out an error. I'm pretty sure you're wrong a lot. I'm not sure how. All right, well then you install it and you let me know how it goes. All right, but I'm gonna need a paycheck. You should no. You should be able to. You should be able to filter that. You should be able to filter that like down to the CN at the very least, if not. LDAP no, first. I know that you normally can like. And you should, you know, GitLab, for example, lets you do that. And GitLab has an option to allow login from local accounts and LDAP accounts. And I think, you know... But this isn't... No, I know that, but I think GitLab sets a good fucking example that other people could learn from because it's way more usable and it's way more configurable. People have bitched about this I time and time I'm, again I'm about this project. You can that... go read through the comments. Everybody complains about this shit, so it's not just me. I'm I'm sure they're there. And it horrifies me that the world is full of Jthons. But <laughs> I more say, so, we add, it's important add, that you GitHub, have one GitLab authentication scheme. To, to Jthon's definition on IRC? <laughs> what? The funny thing is, like, he actually hated GitLab. No, I still do <laughs> think GitLab's stupid as like fuck. His... But at least the LDAP configuration is straightforward. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, anyways, my point being, you should only have one authentication scheme. Because otherwise, that's that's some kind of, that's a security risk waiting to happen. It is not sure. What? Why isn't it? How? Why? Why isn't it? How is it not? Please tell me why it's not. I mean, I think on your machines. Well, see, you guys, it's not like for your fucking VPS, you have an LDAP server backing it up for off. But don't you want at least one account that you well, can I, access the service well, with? If uh, you know, uh, perhaps the LDAP server took. Yeah, it's a, called root. A shit. <laughs> no. It's yeah, but root. I'm talking about like the actual web interface to this thing. The other thing that, that sucks about it is like... So so if auth breaks, then your LDAP's broken, and you got a bigger problem in the first place. I was going to say, I, I could argue both LDAP's sides. Broken. 
because if your LDAP is screwed, yeah. you you don't need to worry about your ticketing system. You need to figure out what the hell's going on with your LDAP, and you got to fix that. That's okay, yeah, one. but in my case, I don't manage the LDAP. It's out yeah. of my hand, so it's like a non-issue. It's not fair to say like, oh, well, you have bigger issues. No. I... Well, then why are you authorizing the LDAP? Because that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck kind of question I is that? I go all day. <laughs> all right, this is stupid. Well, if you, you don't if you've got have a, to, a you just breaker. told us you. You you got something that that completely stops production and it's not your responsibility. Well, that's when you go for coffee. And if anyone asks you, or even if some people <laughs> don't ask you, you say, "Hey, do you know what? Bob over in accounting has caused me to grind to a friggin' halt. I can't get a damn bit of work done because he just screwed everything sure, up." And I get that. I'm but, going for but coffee. But the other thing is, is like I at this point, I'm at the point where I'd rather just I'm use just... local accounts because. I mean, honest to God, I can't set a fucking user filter. I don't want anybody on the LDAP server. This is, I don't want to say it's a problem. All right. Stop, 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 what stop a, obsessing about the user filter. What about Kerberos? It should be, I don't think it supports Kerberos. Kerberos pretty is, old at this point. is pretty much dead at this point, I think. Well, I would say that would just be LDAP from a different close. direction. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're basically saying instead of off, yeah. why not off? It's a different off system, but it doesn't make any real difference. Yeah. No, it does make a difference. You're, I think you're missing. Because your department's responsible I, I think for that. You're, one? you're fucking missing what I'm actually saying. No, no, no. We get what you're saying. We just disagree. Well, that's with fine. You. you can disagree without being dicks. <laughs> we... No, no, I can't. I'm sorry. Have you met me, dude? Mostly, like, I think if you want my input, you should I'm shut the fuck up and let me talk. That's what I think. I'm, I, I, I'm letting you talk. I'm just saying. I, I think, I think you, you've got some, some ideas that might be counter uh counterproductive i don't think it changes the the problems that i was describing with the product that we were talking about i i will grant you that the websocket thing not working is a, is a no problem. i think that's less a problem i don't think single auth only is i think it's less a problem so well uh, let, let me get this maybe straight. not to your implementation you would rather have local users than ldap no payton what i'd like is uh no 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 no, no. he wants both i want both and both. the other thing is or I'd like the ability to have an administrator account, but right now, the only one that's available is a local account, so when I enable LDAP, that's no longer accessible. But setting an LDAP user as an administrator seems like a broke, like a completely broken piece of functionality, so, and it's well documented in their fucking bugs on GitHub, so it's not like it's just me. Jason, hold, hold on. Hold so on, let me on, ask you, on. if I'm supposed to run this for people, and I'm supposed to give people access to this project management software, in air quotes, because so far I'm not convinced that you could manage any projects with it successfully, if I can't make myself or anyone an administrator that can actually change any of the settings for the site as a whole, what the fuck do you want me to do? At that point, well, it's a little bit of a limitation, because yes, I could just use LDAP, but my issue with that, which is what I said in the first fucking place if you'd listened, is that I don't have an administrator account. So okay. either... I'm saying there's got to be a way for there, to Then I think you that. should read through yeah. their fucking issues on GitHub and let me know. Mm. Okay. Damn. I'm, all right. I'll okay. do that. Let me know how it goes. Anyways. It's serious now. <laughs> it, yeah, shit got real. I, Anyways. I didn't even escalate that. That wasn't my fault. Yeah. Yeah, he's... he. He's just... He's so mad. <laughs> I hate Jira. <laughs> So in just one, words, one, one little news. throwaway before we move on. So, Jason, just yeah. tempting to rephrase. Tell me if you agree with this or not. Basically, you're saying you'd like LDAP for 99%, but you want to hold on to one override login that's independent from that. Well, currently, unless I could set an LDAP account as an administrator, yes. 
Yes, I would. Hmm. Okay. Because right now, the only literally what I have to do is change a configuration file from LDAP back to normal, log in as the admin, make changes, go back into the configuration, change it to LDAP again, restart the services again, and then use my LDAP account to go in and see if those changes are reflected. Jesus. So from a usability it's completely standpoint, fucking that's useless, utterly yes. terrible. But from a security standpoint, that sounds just about ideal. No, it doesn't at all. Mm. Why not? Because I don't think it's an issue to have both. I think that it's actually a strength to have both because... Let's say I'm working in an organization where we don't have the capability or that we don't have the, I don't know, we're not allowed to just make an LDAP account for anybody. Well, if we have an outside collaborator, if we can't make them a local account, they can no longer use this to this tool with us. So at least if I have the ability to make a local account, I can still add people. Get them vetted by IT. No, I'm, I'm just saying that's what the corporate think would tell you. Yeah, but I don't work in a fucking corporate environment. Good job. All right. Wow, you were being really hostile. Jim. Yeah, because you guys fucking wanted me to talk about this, and then every time I said something, you just jumped on me. I didn't even get a fucking sentence out. Yeah. So I'm done talking about it well, now. Well, I, I, I wanted you to talk about it, but okay. All right. Well, we'll move on then. Man. Yeah, the only one I, the only other one I have is Jira, which I hate because it's just... Yeah, and Jira's too centered towards just anything. fucking just like code review, basically, in my opinion. I wish I could show you the Jira no, that I have No, I can, I can get behind that, a, yeah monstrosity it, it is an abomination against nature do you self-host or do you host with that last self-host we have to self-host the requirement since we're you know fortune 500 and crap and we have to have accountability internally we're not allowed to oh. host anything wow it's okay. terrible it's yeah bad, but i mean it's terrible just in how much they've twisted it and altered it and it doesn't really resemble anyone else's jira at this point it's its own thing mm -hmm. that's interesting yeah 100,000 custom fields, all for you. Wow. What, is, that a, is that hyperbole, or are there literally that many? I think it was intended as hyperbole, but I think that's not far off, literally. Oh, my gosh. That's, so let me see. When I close ridiculous. a ticket, there are 15 fields, all with roughly 10 options available. So <laughs> that's just on closing a ticket. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, could, it could quite possibly be that much. But that's how we I had it. I can't imagine... Yeah, either. Yeah, we did have it self-hosted, and we got rid of it and went with Atlassian self-hosting or Atlassian hosting because, like, we it was just it was too much resources, and we were using pretty close to stock. So like I SharePoint. can't even imagine, like, yeah, yeah, it's you, you pick it up because it's, it's so easy much. and it does ninety percent of what we want, and then chasing that last ten percent, you end up hiring that, six different yeah. professionals who do it full time. Yeah. Yeah, when you're when your project management software is so complex that someone can make a living consulting off it, I think that's a problem. <laughs> that's like that's too much. That is way too much. I have process here under project management, but I don't really I, I was never a project manager or a, or even like a product manager, so I don't really know too much about what goes into that, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, Forge, are you at liberty to to say where you work and what you do? Oh, yeah, yeah. I work for uh, Comcast, one of the largest oppressors of the American <laughs> people. I'm going to gamble based on, on the current status of my employment there and the the popularity level of sysadministrivia. And I'll just I'll just gamble that no one from work will hear this. I'll live dangerously. I don't think they will. I think you're in the clear. Well, I'll know shortly. If it's listed on my dismissal form, yeah, well. talked crap about the glorious corporation on some internet show. Terminated. Although, to be fair, is that is that in your NDA? Because it was in JThons for Apple, which is why you didn't oh. end up going with them. 
That's the beautiful thing. I don't have a formal NDA. Wow. Really? Well, there you go. They yep. can't fire your ass over that then. You never you never well, consented well, to not talking well, crap about them. I'm pretty sure it's in my employee handbook, I mean, though. They could dismiss me. They just couldn't dismiss me via an NDA. They couldn't take any legal action. They could totally dismiss me. Right. Right. Well, to America, where state, we're, uh, yeah. yeah. Bada bing. Well, Pennsylvania's an at-will employment state, which means I don't have to go back tomorrow, in theory. And they don't have to have <laughs> you back. <laughs> yeah, that's also there. Right, yeah. Yeah, just last episode, we uh, we talked about hiring and firing. So that was <sighs> definitely, yeah. I guess that's definitely relevant to write on the coattails of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll give you some. So you could get a call right now. I don't even have to get a call. I can just show up tomorrow. Work My key there. card might not work. Although that's <laughs> usually Friday, True. so tomorrow is probably safe. Yeah, we generally fire on Friday, as we seem. We find that it uh, makes makes things a little bit easier. Of course, the one other guy that get I worked with started the same week I did. Mm. He was dismissed about two weeks later. He was dismissed on Friday. His first clue was that he couldn't log into his email anymore. <laughs> So he jumped onto the company Slack mm-hmm. and was pinging one of my coworkers saying, man, I can't get into my email anymore and it won't let me unlock my AD account. What the hell do you think's going on? It's probably just a configuration the coworker issue. says, uh... I think you were canned. <laughs> and the guy's like, ha ha, yeah, right, good one. No, no, I, I think you were canned. <laughs> what? But I went home with my laptop and everything. Yeah, I don't think they care. I think you're canned. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Do you think I'm going to get cut off of Slack soon? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> he said that. He pasted it to me. He was like, hey, check this out. This is hilarious. I'm like, oh my god. No sympathy at all for the guy, right? Uh-huh. Well, he didn't really deserve it. Okay. Wow. That's, wow. that's that bad, huh? Crazy, man. It's it's like that everywhere. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I, I think once you're uh once you reach like kind of conglomerate status, it's it's I mean, I, I understand both sides of it. Like everyone's fair game at a thousand employees. Yeah, only a thousand. Yeah, or is yeah, it, or I, is it just at your location? No, I, your I've never, I've never worked with or dealt with a company where there was any sort of meaningful social hierarchy past a thousand employees. At a thousand employees, oh, you I can see walk up saying. and can somebody, and they don't know who you are. They've never talked to you before, and now you'll never talk to them again. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, I went to a I, I went to a high school. Go ahead. Well, I went to a high school with with three thousand students, so nope. I can I I can definitely attest to that. Like there is there is that threshold where like you walk you up to somebody, punch them, you never people. see them again. <laughs> the trick is to run, maybe afterwards, but no, yeah, unless nah. you punch hard enough. Have you seen Have you seen Forge? He doesn't need to run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say game. if you punch hard enough. That's your fair Probably warning. I just to told run. you. <laughs> you gotta play for keeps. <laughs> oh goodness! Keeps, right. I don't. I don't really. I don't even know why, guys. I gotta be honest. I don't know why I put project management on here. I don't want to talk about it. Well, I was it's game, stupid. but now I'm not. Well, we should talk <laughs> about uh, J Town. Well, I know you. Th- you threw a hissy fit because. Oh no no no! Don't what? poke. <laughs> oh my gosh, J Town. Right. We should talk about your cool idea that you have. It's related to projects, cool and therefore is not a good idea. No, I want to hear you talk about it because it looks no, it's, it's it looks really intriguing. It's kind of what, what were you going to say? Yeah, it actually does look yeah. legit, but it's it's I'd say it's more so related to uh, yeah project, but it's not project management. It's not like boring management stuff. It's actual getting well. Stuff so done. I've said it before on a, a couple of occasions, and I'll say it again. Uh, now that I'm not going to Apple, I'm taking a mm-hmm. full time position at BioFrontiers. The first thing that I really want to do is just 
streamline the stupid stuff that we have to do on a regular basis. And, you know, we all have to do stupid stuff at our jobs, mm-hmm. regardless of whether you're a sysadmin or a stalker at Walmart. You know, there's stupid stuff to do. Yeah. Um, I guess... For some of us, our entire job is yeah, stupid stuff. Yeah, well, <laughs> sorry. The thing is, for us, meaning sysadmins, uh, a lot of the stupid stuff we have to do, fortunately, can be scripted or programmatically approached such that, you know, we spend less time doing it or don't have to do it at all anymore. So one of my goals right now is to really streamline our administration process so that I can spend my time doing other things that are, you know, more fun, more entrepreneurial in spirit, whatever you want to call it. So something that I came up with, we have a weekly sort of staff meeting. It's really short. We just get together. Everyone goes around the table and sort of says what they've been working on. Uh, If they need feedback from everybody for some reason or they, they need to ask for help, we just do that in that setting. It's really informal most of the time. Usually there's like a short agenda, whatever. But uh, what I came up with was the idea that before everyone came to the meeting, if they just took like a sticky note and wrote down what it was since the last time we met that they felt took them the most amount of time that they, you know, whether they feel it could be automated in some fashion or whether they feel there's a better way, even if it's still by hand or whatever. Uh, and so I just want to start collecting those pieces of paper and I just want to start looking for trends from week to week. And if, you know, if someone's writing the same thing every week or multiple people, even worse, are writing the same thing every week, well, then it's time for us to sit down as a team and really talk about why it takes so long and how can we improve it. And especially in a programmatic way, you know, because really that's something that I bring to the table that not everyone on my team necessarily thinks that way. You know, if I have to do something and I'm doing it once, If I think I might have to do it again, I usually just write a script to do it the first time. And that way, if it comes up again, I'm covered. Mm -hmm. And we have like a, you know, IT contrib Git repository that's like little one-off scripts like that. So, you know, if you're ever looking for something like that, you just go in there like, oh, this is almost exactly what I want to do. I just have to change a few parameters here and this line here. And all of a sudden, you've got something that took you like three minutes that does half your work for you. So wait a minute. Mm-hmm. You're basically trying to infect end users with the mindset of DevOps. No, not end users. Coworkers. <laughs> no. Coworkers. No, okay. And you know, almost I, I don't. Users. Yeah. Peers. Yeah. So I don't better. so much want to infect them with DevOps because not everyone on the team that I work on necessarily quote unquote buys into DevOps, and you know, I don't either in some cases, but in some cases I really do. My intent is to really take their suggestions and do something with it myself, more than you know make them come up with a solution on their own. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's he's more looking like, he's talking more like looking where people are spending, like, I don't know, three hours a day doing the same bullshit and, like, throwing that into public. Yeah. So so he's trying to destroy job security. <laughs> no. No, not quite. <laughs> the fun part... You don't understand. I used to have eight no. hours a day of work. And now it's all been automated away. <laughs> well, it's like that guy that, uh, you know, programmed his the job for, like, three years team. and then forgot how to program. I thought it was eight. It was was a long time. Uh, But the cool part... He automated everything and then got got fired and and did not program anymore. Yeah. The cool part of where I work right now is, uh, you know, I have to do those sort of systems administration tasks. But then at the end of the day, if I'm done with those, it's like, okay, you got from... uh, Fuck words. You've got some free time. You know, sit down and start working out a new bioinformatics analysis or something like that. And, you know... That's not what I want to do all the time, which is why I really like my position, because I do get the mix of both, so it doesn't get boring either direction. I'm not just programming all the time. I still get my hands down on the hardware. 
Um, but when I do have a break from that, I get to really sit down and just start to draw out some kind of analysis or whatever and just do it, basically. Well, it's a cool idea. Mm -hmm. I, I really like it. I mean, especially if you can get a decent set of scripts up that people know to be able to use. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, it's definitely something that I would, if I came to work with you or whatever, I'd be like, are we going to do this? Are we going to set us up or what? You know? Mm -hmm. So it's like agile without the bullshit. <laughs> oh, wait a minute! But if you have agile and you take away the bullshit, what's left? Uh, Efficiency. <laughs> Getting shit actually done. Kanban. <laughs> Get out of here. Fuck Kanban. <laughs> Nothing on it, but it's there. Doesn't update live. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think we have well one more topic before the baddies, right? The password policy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, so. It's a uh, short little how-to. I'm going to link in more. Did this what? come about because I asked you about it? Yeah, okay. Yes. Uh, I feel like someone did. No, I definitely asked you. You were involved in the creative I, process. I am the fucking creative <laughs> process. There you go. People look I at mean, me and all of a sudden there's art. <laughs> I, I mean, you're a process, all right. Really? Uh, there's, uh... I mean, are we talking about like abstract <laughs> art here or, um, you know... <laughs> the kind of the, the well, performance art where someone takes a shit on a piece of paper. And are we talking Vago uh, or yeah? Directly relevant. I was going to say my friends and I used to use creativity as a metaphor for bathroom activities. <laughs> I'm feeling really creative this <laughs> afternoon. I'm gonna I'm gonna be back in a little bit. So yeah, oh you're the creative process. <laughs> now you know why I started laughing when you said that. <laughs> Phrasing, please. Phrasing. Oh gosh. Um. <laughs> anyways, Jason, I I can't remember if you asked me or not, but uh, I know someone did, and it may have been like separate from you. Did I? How? All right. Well, let me let me ask this. How just, fast just did I respond it. with this article? Let him have it. It was his. It was no, no, his no, no, idea. No. How, how fast? Did it was mine. I'm trying to figure. Well, I just asked you at some point. He could also have an idea like totally separate from someone else. Like the telephone. He was creative, and he, he can asked actually. Me, if you but... work at Apple, all your ideas are work ideas. <laughs> all your all your ideas are belong to us. I asked you specifically. All your, ideas, all your creative process belongs to. If Apple's, there was a way to enforce all your ideas. It's belonged to us. A certain password policy on Linux systems. And I believe you sent me an article, but I don't know if it was this one. I'd have to go back and check the logs. But I did ask you. I think it was this week. one, but my question now, is. My, you'd have, you'd, you'd have to clarify been. what you mean by Linux systems. Because I know, for example, at one point Ubuntu had some really annoying password policies that got in my way. And Debian didn't. And that's back when they used to overlap a lot more on their source repos. Mm-hmm. So I mean, are you, when you well, say Linux, it's do you mostly mean like all just baseline, or <laughs> oh, here we go, a, a specific well, distro. It, you can apply it to all of them. These they're they're just PAM policies. You yeah. know, PAM has a lot of that built in with its modules, so it, you can totally customize it yourself. And it, it's a little bit nonsensical to go into the like into on the air because it's text, which makes I guess which makes a podcast kind of challenging in that aspect. But yeah, so we'll, we'll link it so you can, and there's a lot of need. To, Right, yeah. We'll link it, so there's a lot of, like, nice examples there, but it's not even that hard to write your own, like, PAM modules, so kind of, if you can dream it, you can do it sort of a thing. Like, you want to authenticate against, I don't know, a hamster wheel going a certain RPM, you can, you know? I don't know why that came to mind, <laughs> but you could. Folks. Guys, oh my gosh, 
I have a plan to save the save the earth. Oh. All right. Okay. You're not allowed Don't to bother. log into your workstation. No, 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 no. Hear me out. You're not allowed to log into your workstation unless you hop on like a giant human-sized hamster wheel and get above a certain RPM for a certain That's amount. It's not going to save the earth. <sighs> and use that gen. No, no, no. But it'll help, Jathan. No, I think you need to do something it'll, like it'll put green energy back into the grid. You have to recycle some shit. Imagine. So what? So that that link that you posted, uh, Forge, uh, at the very bottom of it says, yeah. "Lock down your servers more easily." <laughs> more easily? Huh? More easier? More easily. What, what, what's so funny about that? I don't know. Lock That's proper down, English. No. <laughs> well, I think he's laughing. No, it definitely is. Then calls out Windows. No, it's not. Yeah, I was able more to more easily, easily do X Y Z. More That's... easily is no, it's not. Yes, it is. Lock down your servers easily. I'm telling you. Easier. Hey, don't make me do not this. More easily. Don't more make easily. me do this. It's just, no. I'm a, no. It's, Peyton, no, don't do it. Don't do it. You're going to make me ally with Jason and agree with him against okay, you? Okay, English.stackexchange. <laughs> it's a... Jesus. <laughs> to, be f- <laughs> to be fair, Forage, I'm saying it's proper English, too. But... Uh, you know, it's more, it's yeah, more it's, the whole it's Peyton totally versus English. Jason. You guys are more easily supporting me. Okay, you. Oh God! I uh, no. He's I'm not just making it easy. Is he? Correct. Mm-mm. Uh, I I this doesn't <laughs> this doesn't agree with you at all. Yes, it. In fact, it actually no, it does not. Hmm. It says the first attempt, which is easier, oh, is correct. No. It... So yes, it does. You're you're incorrect. Why are we doing More this? More easily is Why? not correct. It's easier. <laughs> This question already has an answer here. Lock down your servers easier? Does that even sound no, it, right to it's you? It's more easily. Lock it's fucking down right. Your servers. I don't know. It just does not easier? It does not sound Yeah, yeah. Look, it, it just does not sound right to me. It really does not. <laughs> it doesn't make you okay. right. I so should, I'm going to mention I thrash st- and wail and gnash my teeth. I was an English major like for a good J-Tan. 3 years. Oh, I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> Okay. It does not look right to me. That's all I'm going to so say. So, we'll... Payton, we'll, can you disagree in a we'll, way that, that further throws shade in Jathan's direction? Because I was amused by that. Uh, let's <laughs> see now. I'm right and you're wrong. Period. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've heard that one before. No, you need to use capital letters. I, I was. I can't shout in here. You can't really do that. Kids. It's yeah. small caps. <laughs> it's going to peak. Or you'll, clip, or you'll clip, too. Yeah. It's going to peak. I don't want to... Uh, all right, well... I've already peaked enough times this episode. I'm letting it go. I'm letting sure. it go. Everybody watch me. Look how mature I am. <laughs> if you have to call attention to it, you're not that mature. <laughs> He's peeking all over the place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel I'll like, peak, no. motherfucker. I just feel like that that line could be could be written better. Could be written more easily. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could more easily an convey the right way, idea if it didn't say that. Kind of an easier way to lock down your servers, <laughs> not lock. It just doesn't sound right. It just does not. They're talking about Windows. It's all window yeah, dressing anyway. It's a super <laughs> secure Windows server. Oh, so it doesn't give admin to random people when they walk by. Good job. <laughs> At one point, I wanted to get business cards with <sighs> oh, Windows yeah. security expert written on them just to see how seriously people would take it. <laughs> 
Well, I think I think the worst part though is the when you're when you're in a Windows environment and there's an application that needs to be installed and it has to have UAC disabled mm. and it has to have local admin. I just it's like no, no, you're no. You're gonna, I didn't even know. Uh, wait, an application can even demand that the um, vendor in yes Windows and Windows is no. fucking weird. They they can error out and they can throw a dialogue and they can tell you that that's what they want done, but they have no power to make you do right. that. But coming from right, a right, Windows they have the part like disable position, it, but yeah, from from a Windows admin position two years ago, yeah, that that was something I was asked a couple times, and I always used it as justification to shoot it down. Yeah, yeah. I was like, look, this is a basic, a fundamental, mess. and widespread security mechanism. I am not going to disable it because your coders are dog shit. No, it's the sudo of Windows, like why <laughs> or sudo? Excuse me. It's more like, like why. It's more like it wouldn't work under sudo. You actually have to log in as root to install that. <laughs> I've seen that too. Wow. I've seen that too. It's terrible. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can do that with like an EUID check, but like, but still, why? Why? Because why I would you say, do this? Ha- having a UAC prompt is sudo. Disabling UAC mm-hmm. is run the installer as root. Yep. That I think is, yeah. is actually. Oh, okay. and you have to turn analogy. off your. You have to turn off all security for websites, and you have to. Yeah. It's... Please, please disable your antivirus. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Payton. Yeah. I keep doing Ooh. this, Payton. Oh. You got to tell me what app that is. I. God, I can't. I, it's been. What it's been is. on uh, all over. You don't have to do it on air. It's it's all over sysadmin. You don't have to do it on air, but if you if you remember, I'll I'll try to look it up. Like like a. Okay, yeah, just let me know if you find it, because that is... There's several of good. them. I, I, there's, there's several <laughs> articles that I read in, in uh, Sysadmin, our Sysadmin. Why can't they just let you pass through the, the UAC? Like, approve it. I don't know, man. Via UAC? I, I don't know. I, I don't know enough whatever. about whatever it is. Windows is stupid. I'll, I'll do what I can to find it. And, and get <laughs> Fucking shits. Um, Makes me angry. It, well, right? So what is what is the Mac equivalent of that? Because I know they oh, have a wow. thing where like you have to put in your Brent, your name. Brent, you got to look at this password. link, man. Yes, you got to look at this link. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know what it's really called. Num- Gosh, what number two on the search? It's on a Microsoft forum. It says you must disable oh, no. UAC to install this version of Exchange. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wait. So before we, since we're a little bit low on time, and it's going to be even less when we when we edit it, edit. Wow. Um, I'm just gonna, yeah. I did it. I did it. I'm just gonna read this this whole first post here in its entirety before we go to the baddies. So I answered my own problem in another post, but to anyone that is having having wow repeated problems <laughs> installing Exchange 2007 SP1. On Windows Server 2008, because it doesn't have permission to write to its own setup logs, there is a simple answer. Disable UAC, and you will have no more problems. (laughs) This one had me some for a while. So its own setup logs for a Microsoft product. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking A. It's almost like they didn't plan out UAC all that far in advance. They just sort of said, that's a good idea. Let's run with it right now. Well, wasn't there... Check your code into production. Let's see how it goes. If you installed an application in your... In program files, then your your user account couldn't access it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There was something with... Actually, yeah, there was something with WoW back in the day. They When they they came up with UAC, 
you the had problem to install is, it in the home in the root directory, or else yeah. it didn't it didn't work. So the problem with that was that UAC took something from recommended to mandatory in one go. Yeah. It's been mm. recommended in Microsoft programming land that you drop your program files in the program files directory, but that you store all of your session and state data right. in app data. Right. And everybody was like, yeah, yeah, okay. that sounds great. We'll do that someday. And no one ever got around implementing it. And then UAC came around and it was like, oh, no, you can't touch anything that's not in app data. So screw you. You crash. Yeah. yeah. And everybody's <laughs> shit broke. BT I mean, dubs. Exchange 2007. It wasn't ready for it. Good, nope. good job, Windows. Good job. It's one way to force people to upgrade. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that and was meanwhile, like, commentary. Unix like users are over here like, yeah, I, I haven't been able to write anywhere except my home directory in temp in forever. So what's the what's the big yeah. deal? So yeah, right. I don't Isn't know. That That's just well, come on, man. Windows has had user accounts for like 25 years now. It's it's okay. like it's like and an Multics established has been around for how long? I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I just realized how old I am. Fuck. All right. Let's go on to the baddies. And I'm still older than you are. Who wants to do the baddies? I feel like I, I, I know. don't like know that much about this baddie. So should I read well, it then? Since if I'm somebody, the one, since I'm yeah, because it was right from my If IRC. somebody has a, yeah, a better understanding of what yeah. really happened, this is like an excerpt that is just. Uh, what the fuck is well, going on? Well, he's been having this problem. Yeah, Payton was. With this, well, that's the whole story. Yeah, but well, he's been having a problem with the support like for a long time. Yeah. But this is something different entirely. So we have a user in our in our IRC channel. Um, we can't reveal his name or where he works. So he re he relays a story mm -hmm. to us. He says, "So NetOps team comes to me and they say approve this change." He says, "All right." He looks into it. It's a new IP for the mailing provider. Whatever. Oh yeah. Checks it. It points to HughesNet and what he thinks is their home range. He goes, what? He digs a little bit more. The company that they use uses AWS. So, um, hello, you know. So then he asks, where did you get this? And the NOS team says, oh, the tech in the basement told us to allow it through the firewall. And he says, yeah, I need you to contact that company and check that tech's credentials, please. To my infinite surprise, they're doing just that. But still, WTF. Granted, if it's a valid request from the company, no big deal. But it's still rather odd. And then he says later, he says, I got a response back. It was a typo. And in the response, they <laughs> sent me some internal communications that included passwords and numbers to their dial-in modem banks. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, if you kept me in a basement, I'd put typos in my emails, too. <laughs> <laughs> and would you then, in, would you then expose passwords and, and dial-in numbers? Why not? I... I I just don't know that the, the tech in the basement told us to allow it through. What? Well, have you met that guy? Have you seen well, I mean, his I, beard? I, I presume I clearly he like... knows some shit. <laughs> I got the impression he was like a field tech. Like he's not a permanent tech there. And he was just happened to be in the basement at the time. Well, we all know what I happens to the field techs. Keep your temporary like techs in the basement? What's that? <laughs> so, oh, Jesus, what? I'm never working for that company. Yeah, he... Well... Yeah. We talked about. Here's your ID badge. Right. Head on down to the basement. We look for a desk. <laughs> we talked about a guy who uh, updated this, uh, hospital. This is starting firmware, to sound like a you know with my kind oh, of yeah. So we all know what happens with field techs, you know. Seriously, yeah. You keep them are, in the field. Field techs are a liability. They are. They don't have to be. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Not all of them, but most of them. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard of a field tech that wasn't out in the field. 
Yeah, because I'm pretty sure what? if you if you what? don't leave the field, what? or if you don't go into the field, that makes you a remote tech. Oh, right. Oh, here you what go. are you talking about? What does that have to do with anything? You want an example of of the gloriousness that is a field technician? This morning, this morning's Kanban call. This morning, one of my coworkers says, uh-huh. "Oh yeah, I sent this guy out. He got the crash cart, and he told me that the server does not have a plug on it for a monitor." And the funny thing is, uh-huh. I'm waiting for confirmation, but I know what happened. The monitor on the crash cart had DVI and VGA. The dude picked up the DVI cable, looked at the back of the server, and said, there's nowhere to plug this in. I can't work like this. I know that's what happened. See, I was thinking like... I was thinking like, it's a sand rack? Or like, it's a switch? Or something? But no. No, it's no. something that stupid. It's, it's gotta be. Okay. It's literally gotta wow. be something that stupid. You have to think, you have to approach it from the point of view of a, of a field technician, which involves your head being firmly lodged <laughs> in your ass. <laughs> right. And see, Although I was, I, plugged, I was a field tech for a little bit, though. Yeah. I plugged yeah, in all these so cables, and there's yeah. like three left over. But I was just... I, I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> God. My, my, one of my favorite moments when I was a field tech... Handling someone's, uh, I think I was racking some VoIP equipment for them. And so they had a Cisco phone in their rack, which is handy, you know? So I'm on the phone with them, on speakerphone, be like, okay, now what? And now he's like, okay, now take the, uh, the cord in this port. And to be fair, this wasn't my fault. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't my fault. Oh, no. Take take the, uh, the cable in this port. (laughs) Take this cable in this port and move it over to this other port. And he unplugged the Cisco phone. Easy enough. Yes! Yes! Exactly! Yeah. Yep, you I were unplugged, a field tech. I unplugged the, uh, the switch the, the phone was plugged into. Oh, and boy. I plugged it in, and I'm like, hello? Hello? And how, and then how I, the phone I, I is rebooting? back from my cell phone. How new were you at this time? <laughs> yeah. How, how new were you how, at this time? I had only been ra- doing racking stuff for, like, three months. But, okay. to be fair, he did admit it was his mistake. Uh-huh. Yeah. But still, so, I have a funny story about being <laughs> come on being sent to someone's house. So I used to live in Dallas, and I was uh, working for a company, and he sent me to his building where his neighbor had an issue with her computer. Now his building was in a mm-hmm. a the richer but and and please don't take offense to this, but the gay side of Dallas. Uh, so there were a lot of they have a whole side. Of, I'm sorry, they have a whole side. It was it was a yeah it's it's like a area. like a gang battle you know like right. in sweet right, right, yeah. in like West Side Story jet, they've got like the straights jet. versus the gays yeah, right. and they have like you're dance a jet, wars you're right. a jet right. all the so way. so anyway I have no idea what to expect so I, right. I I go to this lady's house she answers the door and she's mm. wearing one of those short robes you know and I mean she's easily easily oh, no. a ten a, a a stunning ten she's like hello and I'm like hi uh, you know. And uh, she's like, it's one of those like notes that I bet, like, right? Uh, yeah, and I'm thinking like immediately, I'm like, oh my god, Sausage this is gonna pizza. be like, you know, yeah. I'm here to check the plumbing. <laughs> right. I'm thinking like, holy shit, is he setting me up for something? But no, unfortunately, nothing bad happened. You know, <laughs> we're good. And the story, the story just went from 100 to zero that right. fast. It's right, exactly. gone. Mainly because you guys stuck all my steam. I was like, hey, you know, it was like it. <laughs> <laughs> mm. But dude, that was like an F one hitting a brick wall, right? But she was she was like yeah. seriously like a ten. Like if you've seen a ten in your life out in the real world, she was literally like a ten. Like mm. one of those you're like, holy crap, you know? 
And uh, yeah, it was it was. I was under the impression that tens don't wear robes in the middle of the day. It was uh, well, well. I feel like that's I. I feel like that's like milf at best. No, definitely wasn't a milf. Yeah, she was. I guess. She was younger than me, and yeah, yeah. Maybe she just got out of the shower or something. Possibly. Well, I was just say. Hey, Payton left off the rest of the story where Hef came home and said, what the hell is going on here? Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Her, no, her hair wasn't wet. Actually, she was going to go take a shower, I believe. That's what was happening. Oh. I, I always have I a technician see. come over and then take a shower. Right. Right? <laughs> always. Right? Oh, I'm going to take a shower now. I don't oh, know, man. Okay. I think uh, you missed a chance. <laughs> I think she was coming on to you with that. Yeah, I, think, right, maybe. I think. It's like, oh, I'll Double. be in the shower. It's yeah. just... It, it's just around that corner down the hall. <laughs> I have. It'll I have be the one with too. the door slightly ajar and steam pouring out. But don't you come in. <laughs> if only, Wink. If only that was the case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, to, make, to make you feel better about your Cisco phone, I, I actually worked for Comcast mm-hmm. once before around 2003, 2004. And we actually had to make a change okay. to the way we told customers to do something. Because at that point, we were doing the whole Comcast digital voice phone service, and it all went through one device. Oh, and one yeah. of the first oh, troubleshootings oh. you do with an end user when they say, oh, my internet's all cocked up, you say, oh, well, let's unplug and replug your router. And then you have to really quick, without pausing to take a breath, say, but you have to wait until I tell you to do this because it's going to cut off your phone service that you're using to call me with. Because <laughs> if you don't, you say, okay, we're going to reboot your router. No, Click. No. Hello? Click. Oh, shit. Damn it. <laughs> well, they'll be calling back in five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Ten probably. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> huh. Whew. Uh, wow. Yeah, I've got plenty of yeah, stories that's, of, of being an onside guy. We should do a. We should do a pod, We should do a, an episode about that about on call stories. Episode. Yeah, an episode. Users are stupid. That's, Let that's us tell you how. Just my one. <laughs> yeah, that was like just my one interesting story for me. The rest is just like standard fare bullshit. But I had a private eye tell me his mouse know. didn't. I already told my story now. I had a private eye tell me his mouse didn't work, and it was a wireless mouse. And I said, did you check the batteries? And he says, oh, uh-huh. well, I thought I'd let you guys handle that. So for $117 an hour, I come mm-hmm. out and change the guy's mouse batteries. And he's a fucking private hey, eye. You know, wow. like, what? If he's paying. Really? Hey, if he's paying, it's fine. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Although, also, I feel like private eyes are, like, kind of a relic from the past at this point, because Google... He you was know? he was a former and police officer media. and he wanted to stay in it, but he didn't want to be on the force anymore. So, you know, yeah, yeah, so yeah like I, I get that, and I, I think it's a respectful a job, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, also, less paperwork if you shoot someone, but yeah. like the that you have to no, do. like I, I, well, I no, think no, it's I, perfectly yeah. respectful, right? I, I was gonna say it's the right. same amount of paperwork. I think you're it's just perfectly... not filling it out, <laughs> right? I, it's a perfectly re- respectable profession, sure. and I feel like, you know, in another time, I definitely would have done it. But at the same time, like, it's, I just feel like it's kind of an obsolete thing. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree completely. I, you know, I still was like, what the heck, you know, you actually, like, earn money doing this? And I mean, he wasn't that smart, obviously, Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> was he, was he retired? Yeah, he was a retired police officer, and he was, you know. Okay, I didn't know if it was like he just quit the force because like an injury or something. No, or... no, no. He, he no. but if he's like legit retired, then yeah, he was legitimately okay. retired, and you know, yeah. So, hmm. I think we have we have dragged this episode 
long enough. I think we should. I think we should kill it some more. <laughs> Killing it. <laughs> Forge, Jathan, do you have any stories? I definitely don't. Oh well, yeah. Oh shit. Just give me a topic. We can go for days. <laughs> um. Don't know. I don't. I don't. They talk about tax reform. Tax reform. Mm. Do you have a tax reform plan? I, I have strong Not opinions really. on taxation. No, I, I don't. Without representation? No, I have strong opinions on taxation. Taxation without rep- representation, okay. they're no longer opinions. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> True. All right. What are your What are your strong opinions? Well, I'm just really trying think... to fill time because Peyton didn't want to cut it. So. I, I'm ready to cut it whenever you are. We've run really, really long. Do you guys have any funny stories? <laughs> well, they have to be really funny, I though. I told a funny story. Jathan, do you have any funny stories? No. no Quiet again. I don't have any stories. <laughs> no. Jathan is Jathan is pouting right now. <laughs> I had some funny stories, but you didn't like them. <laughs> yeah, I tried to tell you a serious story. Fuck you. You did not. You did not try oh, to tell us a funny story. My gosh. I tried to. No. Jathan, Jathan, will you will you please come to Philly and and do a plug presentation on whatever that was you were telling us all about? Yes, please. There's Tigers. a variety of people that would be there that I really never want to see in my life. Who? who? Give me who, a list. I'll make I'll sure give it to you after the no, show no, no. off the air. No, 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 no. <laughs> if he okay, <laughs> or he can say it and I'll bleep him. But well, <laughs> if you just want to get the reactions, <laughs> uh, we've got we've got we've got men and fuck. <laughs> Um, variety of people, uh, because you know what? I can defend my fucking self if I want to, but I didn't want to. You're going to have to reach all Oh, also, fuck that guy. No, I'm I'm just going to beep over it. What? And can be kind of like very large sticking ass. Listen. Listen to him burning bridges, and he hadn't even met these people yet. So there's gonna be like there's gonna be like three and a half minutes excised right here. Hope there wasn't anything good. So, <laughs> so just a question. I'm gonna have to go fucking. I'm to, no, no. I'm gonna have to go fucking Nixon on this recording. So just yeah. a question. Yeah, All right. What based saying, on that I'm list, done. which uh, which plug should I go to? <laughs> the one at my house. <laughs> No, those problem those people yeah, that, literally that are pretty, all such fucking limiting. duds. <laughs> so I, I do have a serious Just question. Like, you for can't you. have fun in here. This isn't what we're about. This ain't no fun. <laughs> I don't think so I, I do have a serious question. Sticking his fucking me, head where it doesn't here. belong, which you know, um, admittedly, I'd argue it also doesn't belong in his ass. But here, here's your here's your padding that you wanted. And I forgot about <laughs> the editing process right. is going to be. Oh, oh okay. Oh, All right. So for the icing on the cake, make okay, a crack I'll about give his you shoes. You have to bleep that because that's identifying. Yeah, yeah. Dude. man. All right. You can leave. <laughs> in, right? I figured this whole right, section been was long. Can, you no, can no, just no. say <laughs> no, no. I'm no, just that too. bleep out the part. <laughs> so from a minute fifteen to a, or from an hour fifteen to an hour seventeen, dead air. <laughs> I don't care. Throw them at me. <laughs> What are you going to do, fly to Colorado? Just test of the emergency broadcasting system. <laughs> all right, so, all right, all right, all right, all right. I, I did have one last serious guys, topic. Guys, you guys told to me to say it. Yes. So, recently, yeah, I, recently, Peyton I know had, we did. Peyton I didn't had know you were going to, like, go 
go off on literally everyone. Well, they're all fucking dicks. <laughs> all right, oh what my were you god. Saying? No, 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 no. What were you saying, Rich? <laughs> so, recently, Peyton was messing with Windows in a VM, and he couldn't activate yeah. it. And we got to the point where it was like, well, screw it. It just needs to activate. It doesn't have to pass a rigorous friggin' audit. It just has to activate because it's a, it's a scratch space VM. And I said, all right, well, here, mm-hmm. you know, here's a list of how you just go through and completely bypass and override the Windows activation system because we're smart and we're grownups and we're not selling it on the street corner. We're just, you know, I don't know about pirating you know. for personal use. Mm-hmm. So trying if to you get a fucking do, VM in place, right? Yeah, yeah, right. I, I mean, it was it was a very logical reason, if not necessarily legal. I don't know what you're talking about. I have never done anything right. illegal yeah. uh, ever. No, no. Ever. Oh. No, I told him how he would do it. He didn't actually do it. Right, right. He found something. He found another way right, to right. the problem. Sure Absolutely. But if you were going to do a presentation about that, how far could you go before mm-hmm. it's, it's facilitation? I mean, we I, are I'd not argue... lawyers, and we can't, uh, we can't give you that kind of advice. No, I mean, oh, come on. I'm here's, not the thing. Saying, here's the thing. Give me legal you advice. You could tell somebody how to light someone else's house on fire, which is a pretty straightforward process, but unless they do it, it doesn't make it illegal. Right. So I mean, I'm look, saying... OJ wrote a book yeah. on how to kill someone, and he still setting... didn't, didn't yeah. get well, charged. Well, that's because of that's so. of double jeopardy. So, you know. Well, setting setting the legality right, of it Right, it was after. We're, we're in a world without laws. Where do you draw the line ethically? Are you using a fountain pen or a ballpoint? <laughs> oh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> for you, for you, a fountain pen. Well, the lines can be pretty thick then. Pretty thick be. lines. Oh my so, God. like, that's that's a little ambiguity. Uh, <laughs> I thought a thin line would be ambiguity. No, because a thick line, like, no, how no. far can you stand on the line before you're over the line? And, you know, a thin line, it's like you're probably not able to just stand on the line. You're either over or you're not. But a thick line, that's fucking amb- ambiguous. Yeah. We're talking a fountain pen on wet paper. Oh my god. It's a very wide, <laughs> yeah. hazy line. Uh, you know, that's why it's important to use quality paper. Uh, oh my god. Absolutely. Uh, oh my gosh. Alright, this has been Sysadministrivia. This is Brent. I'm a douche. And I'm Peyton. <laughs> and I'm annoying. <laughs> <laughs> See you, bro.